Hi friends, and welcome back to our podcast, Healing the Broken Marriage. We are your hosts. I'm Alicia. And I'm Brian. And we just want to thank you guys for tuning in. We want to welcome all of our new listeners and welcome back any returning listeners to our podcast. We are just so thankful to have each and every one of you guys just along for the journey each week as we talk about things that are going on in our lives, as we talk about things that we walk through, and also as we bring people in to share their stories as well to help you guys on your journey. So today I'm really excited because we have a topic we want to talk to you guys about that actually just recently happened in our lives. And because we're so real and vulnerable and we basically tell not everything, but we share a big portion of our lives with the world. We're pretty transparent when you say, right, we're pretty transparent. Yeah, pretty, pretty much, but it didn't just happen. It's been going for like a year. Right. So it, but the, the, the conclusion the, or the good part happened. The good part. Yeah. Yes. Like we've, like you've heard us say in several, several episodes, you know, for us and for many other people that we've heard, you know, 2022 is a pretty rocky year. And here we are into the new year. Things pretty much look like they're kind of going around the same thing. But this year, I had a word from the Lord that he was going to give us back what was lost and that we would recover all. Do you remember that, Brian? Yep, I do. And so, and, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because it's so important to have a word from the Lord because the things that you see may not resemble what you heard. And so hanging on to what he says is so vital and so important when you're not seeing the evidence of what was spoken. So that's the reason I brought that up to start. But we really just wanted to kind of share with you guys our testimony our recent testimony of what just happened in our lives and how Brian, it was like in one moment we went from being stuck (laughs) to unstoppable. I feel like that's where we are right now. The enemy tried to make us stuck or make us even feel like we were stuck. I want to even reword that to say we weren't stuck. He just made us feel like we were stuck. We felt like things weren't going to change or things weren't going to turn around or, or, um, you know, the worst case scenario was going to happen. That's what he wanted us to think. Right. But the truth was, is that God was working things out behind the scenes when we didn't even know it, which is a lot of our own personal marriage story (laughs) of how God can work things out behind the scenes before you even realize what's going on. And so, Brian, do you want to get things started? Let's do it. Let's do it. So, Brian, do you want to start sharing a bit of our testimony? Sure. So, like Alicia said, 2022 is a very tough year. And we heard this, um, everybody I talked to, because not only do we have a beef cattle farm, I'm a general contractor and a home builder. 
So, you know, really, to be honest, home building is our income. You know, of course, Alicia does work and she, you know, I'm grateful for that and thankful, especially this year because she got our bills paid. But normally the farm is just normally the money I make off of cattle. I turn around and put back into the farm. Um, but, and we live off of, you know, the, the, the income from the business as far as home building is our main income. And then 2022 hit and of course things started going downhill. Um, I started a large home spec home to sell. And that 20- you built. Huh? That you built. That I built. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have anybody else, but if I'm a builder, <laughs> like, well, you build me this house and I'm going to sell it. No, but I started that in late 2021, flowed into 2022, listed it, long story short, listed it for a price that was supposed to be comparable and supposed to be about the going rate. And we just had to keep dropping the price, dropping the price, dropping the price, 25,000, dropping the price, 50,000, dropping the price, 90,000. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting here seeing my profit dwindling away. And not only that, the three people that I had lined up to build custom homes for in 2022, all three of those backed out because of interest rates. So I wasn't doing this thing of where poor, poor, pitiful me because I was hearing it from the farmers because fertilizer had doubled. Everything had doubled on the farm. Grass and seed had doubled. Um, hay costs doubled. Everything went up. And not only that, on the building side of things, some of the lumber tripled or quadrupled even. Wow. I mean, it was just insane how much lumber went up. I mean, we're talking a piece of plywood that was 524 in 2020 was $48 last year. Oh, my gosh. So... <clears throat> You know, not only people didn't want to build because the interest rates were going up because the lumber was up. So we're just sitting here thinking this house is going to sell spring of 2022. And then we get into summertime and it's not spring. And then we get into the fall of this past year and it's still not sold. And, you know, I'm just literally doing everything I can do. Small jobs that I wouldn't even normally do just to keep afloat. This was the first year we sold cattle and had to live off of what we made off of the cattle. Right. So... You know, it was tough, um, you know, and, you know, we just, we did, we, we prayed and we prayed and we prayed and, you know, I, I've been honest with, you know, even our pastor and you, because, you know, I leave a prayer group on Wednesday nights and I always go in trying to give everybody hope because there's so many people going through things and just, just hang on, you know, just keep praying and pressing in and believing and, you Sooner or later, your prayer. That one thing I said in a prayer meeting one time is sometimes we look at ourselves and we, we look at our prayers and we're like, it hasn't happened yet. And you wake up the next day hoping it happens. Like, I can't tell you how many days I woke up this past year, almost every day, I would say, for nine months, maybe even longer, thinking today's the day we're going to get a phone call for, from the real estate agent saying, we've got your house sold. And it didn't happen. And I woke up the next day and then I go to bed hoping the same thing. I wake up the next day hoping the same thing. And it's just day after day after day. And, you know, it, it 
that's why I was telling a prayer group, we, we go through that hoping that our prayers answered and then we it don't get answered. And all we can do is hope for the next day and keep praying that it's answered the next day. And I just started thinking one day that God moves in such a mighty way. He's moving. It might not be in our situation at the time, but he's moving somewhere. Because when you think about the whole entire world and all the people that's praying for different situations, I mean, there's people praying for cure of cancer in their family or death in a family, or there's just a multitude of things that people will be praying for. But when you think that somewhere, probably every, I would say probably every single second of the day of every day, if not every hour of every day, somebody's getting a prayer answered or there's a miracle happen. So I started thinking that way instead of just looking at my own situations and thinking, God, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. You know, wake up every day. Nothing happened yesterday, hopefully today. And then nothing happened that day. So I tried to change my mindset of somebody's getting a miracle today. Mm-hmm. Somebody's getting breakthrough today. Somebody's getting an answer prayer today. And it might not be me, but somebody is. <clears throat> and I just kept hanging on to that thinking sooner or later, mine's coming. So, yeah, it's just, I guess about, well, of course, you was always sharing things with me. And I did. I got to the point where, you know, I was telling God even this last month, within the last month, please give me dreams or something to help me keep going. And two weeks ago, I remember standing at the spec house in the garage and I said, God, I don't know how much more mentally I can take of this. You know, just because, you know, it's just when you need this income and it's not there, you know, it stresses, finances stress anybody out. Yeah. But, you know, this was supposed to be the income for almost two years and it's barely going to be income for, for basically a year. And so, you know, I've been stressed out about that, but I told him, God, I don't know how much more I can take, you know, and I did. I asked him to give me dreams. I said, God, I need dreams because we sold cattle this year that I didn't want to sell. We sold piece of farm equipment that I definitely didn't want to sell. And we've had literally people come up to us and tell me God's going to return everything that was taken. Right. And I've held on to that. And then I started like asking God, will you just give me a dream? So I hear it straight from you. And then I told you there a few weeks ago, it was just a simple dream. God came to me with a plate and on the plate, he said two biscuits, like you eat like biscuits and jelly or biscuits and gravy. And I thought when he set them on the plate, this means double portion. But then he took them and split them in half and it made fourths out of them. And that was all the dream was. And I woke up thinking God is going to return double. Mm-hmm. And then I had a dream right after that, that I was driving down the road where on one side of the road, we got cattle on both sides. But one side I started counting the cattle as I drove past and I got to the number that I knew was in that field. But I had just started counting and I hadn't even got to probably a third of what was in the field. And I woke up from that dream thinking, God's going to return. And he's going to return more than double because I only had this amount in the field. And I counted more than even double with that, what I should have had. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's all happened within the last two weeks. So, you know, just here in the last week and a half, we had a special speaker at church and she was prophesying over different people in the congregation and she looked right at me and she said, I don't know what you're going through, but I feel like the devil has yanked the rug out from you this year. 
He feels like he has taken from me and taken away. And she, she didn't know me from anybody. Nope, she didn't know us. And uh, so she looked at me and she said, Joe 225, God's going to restore the years that the locusts have, have, eaten, right, have eaten. And you, Alicia, has, you've had dreams or God has spoke that to you as well. Yeah. No, he spoke that to me. Right. The exact scripture. So anyways, this was on a Sunday night. Sunday night. And she said. She said they, the, the. The years of lack are over. Is over. Yes. Lack is over. So we go into Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday. We, four days later, right? Or three. Um, so we went to church on Sunday. She gave us that word. Tuesday, our realtor texts us and says, we have a showing for our spec house the next day on Wednesday. So go ahead. So anyways, you know, we were kind of, we kind of gunshot at this point because we've had multiple people come had in. Had this look, happened before. <laughs> and it's like they buy somebody else's house. So I just, you even said, are you excited? I said, I'll be excited when it sells. And we have an offer made, you know, inside. And, you know, I was still believing in God. But I'm like, I've told you, even Alicia, I'm believing it completely to God. My hands are out of it. I'm not going to get excited. I'm not going to get, you know, I know what he's going to do what he's going to do in his time. So they come and look at it. And, of course, you know, they were looking at another house. So we were a little worried, you know, still. So, anyways, basically, long, long story short, Friday they made an offer. And we counter-offered. And they accepted it. So... The house is finally sold. Yeah. And um, it just, it does. It opens up a whole new, because, you know, I don't go on to the next spec until I have, until I have one sold. So we just literally been sitting stale for a year, not doing anything and just praying at this sales. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and I look back now, I'm like, did we do, what did we do wrong? And we'll admit, one thing we did wrong is we did not pray about this lot. We took, the counsel and opinion of someone else and purchase a lot and took the opinion of somebody else and went with the blueprint and we didn't pray about it. And we, we look back now and we're like, God, we're sorry, you know, for not doing that. Cause we try to include him in everything, but we just jumped the gun and went into it on this one. And it was, it was very, it was very, um, it was very tough for us because we're not used to them setting like that. The last one that sold, literally sold, we were just framing it just with studs and uh, didn't even have the roof on yet and listed it on Friday. They sold it within 12 hours. Right. And so we're used to like list it and boom, it's gone. And we listed this one and it's it's almost set for a year. We listed it in April of 2022 and it just now sold. So, yeah. But we learned a lot from it. Um, we learned that we should have prayed about it first off and we didn't, but we do. We try to include God in every decision we make, but we failed. We just, we got excited that the other one had sold quick and we just flew into this one. And that's a learning experience for me. That's something that, that I've taught myself that I won't do again. Well, and like, I know you're saying like that, you know, we didn't, ask God about this and everything. I think the the super positive thing about this is, is that even though, and, and I want, I want somebody to hear this, that maybe they made a decision and it wasn't a, you know, God wasn't behind that. He can still work that out for you. Right. 
which is exactly what he did in our situation. We probably, right. we were like hindsight, you know, that saying hindsight's twenty twenty. Well, in this case, we were like, ah, we have this house. We have to sell it. We don't have another option, you know? And so God really pulled through for us. Um, but just like you were saying, when we went through 2022, it was probably one of the hardest years that we've had in a long, long time. But God was still speaking some really big promises to us. And I feel like even at that point, we got to the to the point where, you know, when somebody would tell us, oh, God's going to restore, we would almost go into like hope deferred. I know you especially were getting to that place where I know there's a scripture even in Proverbs where it says hope deferred makes the heart sick. And you were even having some skipped heart issues. <laughs> some like Yeah, I mean, beats. there there was. There was I told I told our pastor, I said, I mean, I've never been, you know, in several years. I mean, you know, I've not been stressed out about finances. God has just blessed us so much. It's just usually I have multiple homes one each year and just to go through the whole year without one even starting and then a half a million dollar home literally setting that we need to sell. I mean, there was, it was like, I was having heart issues. I was have a hard time sleeping at night. Our, our AC would be on, it'd be cold in the house and I would wake up breaking out in sweats at night in the middle of the night just cause I couldn't sleep, you know, just cause of stress. Right. And, um, yeah, it's just like when she, when we found out last week that our prayers had been answered and this house was sold, it was like I went to bed that night and I just remember I wanted to cry, but more than anything, I was like, Well, the guy works with me. He mm -hmm. said today, he's like, I bet you slept good this weekend, didn't you? I said, Yeah. <laughs> I just I mean I do. I for the last year I don't feel like I've slept good. But uh and it was tough because I knew God was gonna do something. We've had I don't even know how many people tell us, including God, you know, in dreams and speaking to us. And, uh, but I was just like, what did we do? I mean, we even went to the spec house and repented. We walked through it and repented. God, if there was something, if we weren't supposed to purchase this lot and build this house, we're sorry. I mean, we were doing everything we could, but. We could think of, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, like you said, God can take even our mistakes mm -hmm. and use them and make something out of it. If nothing else, he gives you wisdom from your mistakes. Well, even like even our own marriage testimony, he's taken our mistakes yeah. and making a message out of it. Right. So he can make something good out of anything. Right. And so I just want to share a little bit about like my portion of this whole thing where like for me, I it was easier for me to stand in faith that God was going to turn things around. <laughs> and then I would try to share with you what, what God was saying to me, but I could tell that your heart was getting like hope sick. You were getting hope sick and almost like, I don't want to hear it. I want to see it. You know, that's kind of yeah. like where you And I was like that because I heard it not only from you, I heard it from people, other people that would come up say god wants me to tell you you know that this is gonna you know things are gonna he's gonna come through things are gonna change this is gonna happen this is gonna happen and 
to be honest, a lot of times when I was being told that, we were in a financial situation where I was like, okay, I'm going to have to sell more cattle. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember somebody came up and, coming up and saying, God told me that he's going to return this. And right after that, I sold a group of cows that I did not want to sell. And I'm like, so that's where it really was hard for me because I'm like, God said he's going to do this, but I'm getting rid of more stuff. But that being said, the whole point that he is going to return double, mm-hmm. and he's going to replace with the locusts of eat. And the dreams he gave me about the simple little dream about the biscuits and the simple little dream about the cattle, all the cattle in the fields, more than I even have. Right. This might take some time. You know what I'm saying? We're just, we're just now seeing, I believe, what he's about to do. Right. So it might, you know, who knows how long it's well, going to take or if it will ever end. He might just keep. I know. I was thinking today because sometimes you don't realize that you have to lose something to gain something. And so I was just thinking of this couple today that me and you both know. And I'll tell you after the podcast so we don't say their name on here. Right. But I was just thinking of them and they've just recently gotten married and they have just this beautiful relationship and this beautiful family. And you can just tell like they both come from really bad pasts. But God has really done something miraculous in their lives. But there was a portion of their lives that both had to die in order for them to, you know, be be a family. And I don't mean like physically die, but I'm saying like there was there was relationships that they were in that were really, really bad. And those once those ended they found each other and now they have this beautiful beautiful story but they had to let something go to get something better and i'm not saying like by any means i'm not saying you know go marry up (laughs) yeah yeah because a lot of times that's not going to be what happens yeah but in this situation most of the time they marry down most of the time they marry down But in this situation, that wasn't their heart's intent. Like they were both, one was in a super abusive relationship and the other one, it was just, it was a big drug thing going on. And so those relationships really had to end. Yeah. And they both, they both had a good relationship with God. Um, Yeah. Maybe both, but I know one for sure. Um, The gentleman, I mean, he had a really close relationship with God uh, and had come out of really, really had been to prison and come out of a really bad drug situation. And um, he was like the drug lord, I think, of the county for a while. But he uh, he came out, came out of prison, loved God, and he walked it out. Yeah. And he still is. Yeah. And uh, the person he was with had been in that same lifestyle, but fell back into it. And he, mm-hmm. he clung close to God. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not going back into that lifestyle. I ain't getting pulled back into it. Right. So, you know, he had to make a decision to, to leave that relationship. And then her, she was, she had a relationship with God and left her. So it was, I mean, you can tell that it was a God ordained encounter for them right. to but like they both had to lay something down to pick up something better. Right. And we're not advocating like, you know, if you're in a, you know, 
like like their relationships they they were pretty doomed um you know of course god could have restored them had the person you know turned their life to god but that that wasn't what happened in both situations yeah <laughs> so they they really to me and i know brian you and also to them they had to get out but god really made something beautiful out of it and um but they had to lay something down to pick up something that I mean, when you see them both, it's like you can tell the love of Jesus is in them and the love is for them. And I actually would like to have them on to tell their story um, Yeah, on an episode really soon. But He's going to be an evangelist someday. <laughs> he got prophesied, so he's going to supposed to be an evangelist. So, But like what we the reason we really want to share this um, story with you guys is because testimonies inspire hope. Testimonies, when you hear someone share, like when we share our marriage testimony of what God's done for us, then you're like, I didn't know God could do that. You know, or I didn't wait, wait, God can restore a marriage that broken or, oh my gosh, because literally what happened was on December 31st, God spoke to me and said, you will recover all. And I think I even mentioned in um, a previous podcast, you will recover all. And I remember even saying to God, but this, this year has felt, it felt like you just took us out in the water and you just dropped our whole family there and left us. I mean, that's how vulnerable and real I was being with God. I felt like we went out in the water and a boat just sank under us. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. Yeah, I'm just so being real. I, I did. And so when I was talking to God, because I am just super, I am not fake at all. I'm like, God, it feels like you just dropped us in the water and you left. You just hightailed it out of there. And I just heard the Lord say inside of me, I had to. And I was not expecting that. I was expecting him to say, no, I didn't do that. (laughs) But he was just literally like, I had to. I was like, you dropped us in the water? And I said, you know, being vulnerable, I said, why did you do that? And he just said, because your enemies couldn't swim. And then all of a sudden I realized that it wasn't about him being mean. Mm -hmm. It was about, I need you to outlast some things. That changes your whole thought pattern at that point. It changes, but still nothing in our situation had changed. Right. And so I was like, okay. And then I heard the Lord saying, Joel 2.25, I'm going to restore to you the year that the locust and the canker worm have eaten, which are pests. They're pests. You know, if you're a farmer, they're pests. Yeah. And so, you know, the Lord is still saying these things. Nothing has changed in our situation, but I have a new wind of hope inside of me. And I remember I told Brian, I said, okay, Brian. To Joel 2.25, our house is going to sell before 2.25. Yep, you did. (laughs) I said that. And I told other people in faith. I was like, 2.25, this house is going to sell before that time period. So anyways, so we're kind of like, you know, I'm telling people this. Nothing has still happened. Nothing. Our realtor calls me. She gives me terrible news. <laughs> She's like, there's not one new construction that has sold in 30 days. Not one. And I was like, I mean, so we were getting worse news. Nothing was changing. 
but the Lord was not changing what he was saying. So then, you know, that Sunday comes around. A prophet comes to our church. She calls Brian out. She says, Joel 2.25 over him. Says your season of lack is over. She says, the enemy tried to pull the rug out from under you, but he's restoring to you financial blessings. This is what she says. So, like we were saying, we get this word. We didn't even want to go to church, you guys. We're just being honest. Yeah. We didn't want to go to church that day. We were thinking of excuses not to go. But we went, and had we not have gone, we wouldn't have gotten that word. Right. So, we go on Sunday. Our realtor calls us on Tuesday. We have a showing on Wednesday. Friday, our house is sold. That's how quick God works. Yep. He literally changed our paradigm in like five days. <laughs> yep, I know. I mean, John, yeah, we 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 watched John Patrick talk about things will turn on a dime, and we've been we've been believing that too. Yeah, that things are just gonna like you know turn on a dime, and I mean, it was Brian on Friday. The offer came in, and Friday the offer was accepted. Yep. In one day, there was no like, you know, or was it Thursday? Was it Thursday or Friday? I can't Thursday, remember. Thursday, I think. I think okay. it was Thursday. You might be right. But it was a 24-hour period. It's right. within 24 hours. So within 24 hours, our home was sold. The one that we've been praying about and praying about and praying about. So you guys, God can. He's still in the business of answering prayers. He hears them. Even when we don't think he's working behind yeah, the scenes. Right. He was getting these people ready to buy this house and we didn't even know it. Right. And I just want to encourage you. We're just going to kind of, I really wanted to just share you guys just this story of hope and just feel, you know, if you're going through a situation that seems really hard and it doesn't look like it's going to change and you feel stuck and you want to move from stuck to unstoppable, we can tell you how. Don't give up. Be the last one standing. And you know what? This is even the thing that's so funny is even when you think you did bad, like I feel like last year I didn't do very well as far as like keeping my faith, (laughs) you know, having faith. I feel like I was all over the place, like just blowing around like a weed. It's like I have faith this day. I don't. We, uh, I think that's that's, I think that's where it's very important when it comes in. You're equally yoked. We were spiritually, we weren't, or faith wise, we weren't spiritually yoked sometimes. But being spiritually yoked spiritually, or did I say it right? <laughs> no, I didn't say it right. <laughs> being yoked spiritually. Being yoked spiritually is important because there was days that more days that I was struggling with my faith and Alicia would come to me and assure me. Um, I was strong. Yeah. And you were she weak. was strong. And, and vice that's, versa. that's where it was tough for me. It was because I was literally working this year to try to keep my guy that I employ uh, working and have check. And a lot of times it was little jobs and a lot of times he would make more than I would make. And, um, I would go and work hard, you know, summertimes bleed, smash your thumb, sweat, you know, just get aching and wore out. And, uh, I wasn't making much, you know, 
but we were making enough to get by with your, with, you know, with your income. But it, it was, it was just a day in day out thing over and over thinking, God is something's got to change. It's just wearing me out physically and mentally both. So there was a lot of times my faith was like wavering where you would lift me up. And then there was a few times where your faith, you were, you would worry. I could tell you were worried and, and I would lift you up and just say, I would basically repeat the same things you would tell me, you know, it's going to sell. God's going to turn us around. He's going to return everything that was taken, mm-hmm. you know, double blessings, you know, it's just like, cause there's some other situations, you know, where, you know, haven't been paid by individuals that I've done work for that's caused, you know, some financial strain. And, uh, we've just kind of gave those situations a guy too. And we're believing that those are going to be resolved too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just kind of like they say when it rains, it pours. And then when, you know, you don't have people paying you what's owed. And then you got a house is set and that you don't make any money until it's owed. When you combine those two things, it does. It really, you know, and it was, it was a tough year for a lot of people, you know, with the economy and stuff. So it wasn't the only ones. But I guess, you know, out of anything, we just want to give people hope that no matter what you're going through, God can turn things around quickly. And if you're living for him and you're living according to his word and you honor him, then he's going to honor your prayers and he's going to work in your situations to turn the bad into good. And you never know what he's doing behind the scenes. When you don't think he's doing, when you think he's doing nothing, that's probably when he's doing the most work. (laughs) But we just went through, yeah, it it was so important for us. I'm so thankful that because when I was down, you were up. Right. And when you were down, I was up. And so we were able to encourage one another. So when I thought, you know, looking over the year, I was like, wow, we didn't do very well as Mm -hmm. far as like believing and standing. And you know what? God counted all of that as good. And our kids are very, our kids are very uh, faith-based too. And they would even, you know, our oldest son, he would say, well, I'm, you know, I'm praying too that the spec house sells. And Mm -hmm. I mean, they were coming to us at times saying, it's going to sell, it's going to sell, you know. Yeah. But they would pray right with us, you know, that it was sell. So we was we was including the whole family in the Yes. In the spiritual warfare. Yeah. So as we just end this podcast, I really just want to declare over each one of you, Joel two twenty five, that this is the year that the Lord will give you back what you lost. I declare and decree over each one of you listening that the Lord will give you back what you lost and that you will recover all. Yes. It's so important to be the last one standing. You can outlast any enemy you are facing right now. Be the last one standing because if anyone is going to win, let it be you. And we just want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please check out our website, makingbeautywiththeashes.com. Until next time, we bless bless you. you.